Welcome to our podcast, You Can Undo It Too. We are Kate and Monique, two friends who practice true forgiveness in their daily life challenges using the Course in Miracles. We share concrete examples from our life experiences on how to undo the ego mind way of thinking. And when we do, the results are mind-blowing. So join us on our learning journey because you can undo the ego mind too and find peace of mind. So today we are going to talk about how we can keep our peace of mind even when we are triggered by reading the news. <laughs> and we practice that by undoing the ego, which itself is the true forgiveness. So, Kate, your peace is disturbed, apparently. What have you been reading lately? Well, I've been reading the Washington Post and the Boston Globe. And in the Washington Post, I read that a top official in the U.S. Conference of Bishops resigned because cell phone data was used to track him to grinder and gay bars. The hypocrisy is so infuriating. Well, remember how you feel now, because at the end of the episode, it's going to be different. You are going to feel different. For example, <laughs> okay. just tell me what you are blaming them for. I'm blaming the Catholic Church for being intolerant of homosexuality, for condemning it while they themselves are doing whatever they feel like, having sex with children and with each other. But I, honestly, I don't care if the pre priests are gay. I really don't care about that. If they are gay and they're hiding it and condemning it for others and having a separate morality for themselves, it enrages me. Yeah, so just let me go back. What is the purpose, the purpose of your blaming? What is that? I just feel sick. It's a reaction, but it makes me sick. So no purpose, I suppose? Who is doing the blaming? Well, it's an evil organization, Monique. I mean, they're a judgmental organization in the world. But... Okay, I can observe myself blaming, and this does give me a little bit more distance from the anger. And it is kind of delicious, or as Joseph Goldstein says, the honey-tipped spear of anger. Yeah, so, you know, in a way, we can see that as a possible step if you recognize your anger and not repress it because we cannot deal with our anger by repressing it, that's for sure. You must recognize it and uh, don't recycle it. Good. This is a good first step. And how does condemning uh, the Catholic Church make you feel? <laughs> I literally feel sick. I, I have dizziness and nausea. Well, that's certainly not a peaceful mind. No. I feel tired and I feel sad. So if you would advise someone to choose between peace of mind and feeling sick or feeling tired and sad, what would you advise that person to do? Mm. Mm. Well, I would vote for peace for them 
But honest to God, it's hard to advocate for peace in this unjust situation. Well, maybe you can judge them because you think you don't do that. You know, they are wrong and you're right. They are wrong. I definitely don't do what the Catholic Church does. I'm not an organization that condemns people. I don't protect pedophiles and I don't put them back into situations where they can be predators again in another place and in the name of God. I'm just, I'm sick, not about how they're, how they are human and do human things, but about how they put on these costumes that seemingly give them power to ostracize others and keep women out of the priesthood, stigmatize abortion, hate on gays, anything that puts them on top and others beneath them. You know, Pope Francis said that the issue of women as priests has been clearly decided. No, no women priests. How is he so clear about that? Yes, but you know, You can go into details and really go into details of the problem and, and really take care of your being upset and angry and everything. But remember that we cannot change the world from the outside. First, we must, we must know that we can only change our perception of the world because the purpose is to have peace of mind, which you have not acquired by doing that then once you have the peace of mind, then you can act from that peaceful state of mind. You know, God has given us a guide inside. What go inside? But we are blind about it. And we are basically blind leading the blinds. What can come out of that? Can you change the Catholic Church in that state of mind? No. And that shifts my way of thinking. But I still think it would be hard to do that true forgiveness. I just don't think they deserve to be forgiven. The Catholic Church must be brought to justice, in my view. Yeah, so see how weak is our will to choose true forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. We try. Yeah. We try a little bit, and we can see a little window opening, but then we return in an instant, in our old habitual pathway of thinking. And there is a willingness to forgive and even to change our mind about it and see if there's another mm -hmm. way. But it's still weak, very weak. And we fall back to our emotions into the impossible path that goes nowhere. Right. I see how weak that muscle is for me. It is true that I haven't yet moved past my anger toward the Catholic Church. Also, it's in the news. It's in black and white. Yeah, it's in the news and it's in the news every day. You think it's real because you have, you are not making it up, of course. You saw it in the news. And the news repeats itself. It bombards us. We have the choice, though, or not to watch the news. Or if we do watch the news, we have another choice. We have to be strong and remember that we are the decision maker because we have a mind. So when we go back to using our mind, we have that power to choose. It's important to be aware of our thoughts can become real to us, to our perception mm -hmm. of reality. Right. So that world of illusion appears so real to us. We are swayed so many times in a day, not only us, but the whole world. We can't expect the world to be perfect, and we should have compassion for those who are 
like us, swayed back and forth. But after having peace of mind, are we not sick enough of the suffering? We are creating that with our thoughts and we can undo our ego thoughts. This is our power. When am I so are you saying stable? are you saying that the Catholic Church did not protect pedophile priests that the popes who knew about it did not ignore or bury it? Of course they did all of it and they will continue doing it possible all of them even all religions no exception. I'm just saying that this is not the point. The point is how you perceive that it is real. And your reason that it is real, because it is in the news, Boston Globe, Washington Post. You can see the back and forth going on in you. You start realizing, and then you go back. You can see that Hmm. now, isn't it? Hmm. At your individual level. And you are dealing with the ego thinking and thinking with the ego, with judgment and blaming. And you go deep into the emotion and the details of it. We have to become more aware and practice differently. In our life, as people evolve, the ego will not give up at the world level and also at the people level until people realize that there is another way. We can use our mind. We can choose. But it involves changing my mind about it, changing our mind about it, to choose peace instead of this. It's important to realize that as ego is expanding its work from individuals and now into the world, it becomes threatening for the ego because now it's being more and more exposed. So what the ego was doing was completely exposed in the Catholic Church. So it turns against itself. And as it arrives at its peak, People at that time start realizing, but where is the truth? You know, I cannot live on being angry all the time. The ego is threatened at this point because people start thinking. Many are not mindless anymore because we have the power with our mind to find peace. I can see now that basically there is nothing in this world, of this world, that is big enough or catastrophic enough to change my mind, that the the change must come from within me and that it is a choice for a different way of seeing things. My peace of mind is not dependent on whether the Catholic Church is brought to justice or not. The ego tempts us to believe that If it were brought to justice, the Pope and his bishops and the College of Cardinals are in jail and you will be at peace. (laughs) Do you think Mm -hmm. you will be at peace? (laughs) That's what you're saying. Nothing catastrophic enough to change my mind. Yeah, it's. I can see. It's only when I choose to perceive differently that I get peace of mind. I can definitely see that now. If it's not the Catholic Church, it will be the local government or the governor of my state. Yeah, and next time it will be uh, your neighbor, you know, and next time it's going to be a nuclear something. So the ego will find the perfect thing to make 
each person upset or, or to make the society upset. It's not the subject that Jane is talking about. It's the way she talks about it, for example, or it is her assumptions about her listeners, or if it is not the assumption, it is her tone of voice. So there's always something. <laughs> These yeah. are the different faces of the ego hiding in our unconscious mind that we cannot see and is being projected and we even don't realize it. So when you talk about the ego and its work, you're talking about the Catholic Church's ego or my ego? Well, I'm talking about the ego. There's only one that plays in everything and everywhere. So it plays mm. in you. It plays in the Catholic Church everywhere, including in each one of us. We cannot change the world or other people from outside. We only can change our mind about the world or people. Otherwise, we go into that big ego fight of seek and do not find. That's his motto, the ego's mind motto. Mm. So the only thing we can aim at is to have a peace of mind. That's it. The first thing to do is notice that your peace of mind is disturbed and restore equanimity. Peace does not start outside, it starts inside. Everyone has to first find peace of mind first inside. Then they can find the solution, but not the other way around. The power we have is in going outside first. Find the power of authorship. Decide in making to perceive things the ego way or the opposite way. That power of decision. I like what you said, the power of authorship. That's very powerful. And I can see now that my peace need not be disturbed by what anyone does. And I can't control the Catholic Church and what it does. I can't control anything, really. I just have the choice of whether I'm going to be the decider or the author or not. Yeah, yeah. So basically what I wanted to pass on is that we have to be aware that our peace of mind is disturbed. That's the first step. Right. Then instead of focusing on the problems of the Catholic Church or any problems of the day, we have the second step is to stop and switch, meaning switch, you know, what kind of thought do I want to have? Switch to a different one. And then realize it's up to us. We have a choice to feel differently. Now, let's pretend that you go to the movies and we are watching a movie of you blaming the Catholic Church and the bishops <laughs> or whatever happened in the news, right? You can, see, can see that, that on the screen. Yes. So switch. So you can, you know, okay, stop thinking. Okay. I'm being triggered right now. So switch. So instead of being in the movie, you are sitting in the movie theater and you are observing yourself on the screen. You are now the decision maker in the theater. You're watching. Right. The me that is watching the movie is not the me on the screen. And the difference is that a person who is watching a movie can choose to interpret the story one way or the other 
as soon as you realize that you're the person in the movie theater and not the person on the screen. So from this new perspective, there's a projector, right, that I cannot see that's making an image that I can see, but that image that I can see isn't real, right? Right. It's on the screen. So the screen is not real, right? So, but the projector mm. that you cannot see in the back of the movie theater, it's your unconscious mind that you cannot see either. It's the same thing, but it has the ego buried in it, the ego mind, the way that we are thinking that cannot be seen. Yep. So as the observer... I can choose to identify with the images on the screen or not. Right. And when you watch the movie, your interpretation will be as an observer. The outcome then depends on how you interpret the unreal image of you. And, for example, the Catholic Church on the screen. You can say they are wrong and I'm right. Or you can say, it's a movie, and I want to be at peace of mind. And then after that, make a decision. Basically, focusing on being happy or being right, focusing on, on that, once you have peace of mind, you can ask for guidance at that point. I love this. So, yeah, saying, it's a movie, and I want to be at peace at that point, I'm now a totally different person asking for guidance. Right. So there are three steps, right? Realize that your peace has been disturbed. That's the first step. Second step is stop and then realize that you want to be happy. So you switch and you choose another way. And third, ask for guidance from that peace of mind to take action or not take action. In our unconscious mind, we are one. This is what the unconscious mind uh, thinking is, that we are one. There's no separation. There's no fragmentation. And the ego mind that is buried in the unconscious mind thinks differently, thinks that we are separated and we see only separation and we want only separation. What happens when we start blaming or judging something that we see, the unconscious mind feels that we are blaming ourselves because we are one. And all the consequences are going to us because we are one. There's no separation. Mm. So this is a very deep subject that we can apply to another circumstance later on in another episode. Okay. Right. <laughs> So we don't know the unconscious mind, you know, it's not visible. It's like the projector. So your unconscious mind projected something on the screen that triggered you. This time was the Catholic Church. So try to go to the cause that made you judge the Catholic Church. You know, right at the cause, there's a guilt there at the very cause, the origin of it. So we mm -hmm. judge because we think there's somebody else out there. But mm -hmm. actually, right. there's only one. So is it the Catholic Church? 
Or is it the ego playing its role with people, fragmented people, different people, different institutions? So, you see? Yeah. I see how important it is for my piece to realize that I don't get anything from blaming anyone. The only thing I need to do or I, or I can do for, to be peaceful, to not be so unhappy, is to change my perception of the things I think I see. Yeah. And these things that you think you see seem very real. Yeah. But, you know, what are the qualifications of what is reality? Just tell me. Okay, well, the, the Catholic Church portrays itself as pretty real. You know, it says that it's unchanging and everlasting and infallible. But the truth is, there, there has been change in the Catholic Church. They're not infallible, and they're hiding because they're capable of many, many, many mistakes. And they've certainly done many mistakes. So the Catholic Church does change, and it's made of individuals who are changing, too. So therefore, it's not real. Yeah, I mean, something that is real is something that is unchanging, constant, eternal, and limitless. It's something that doesn't have any border, doesn't have any limit. And Catholic Church definitely has restriction and limits, It's an institution that has, you know, an organization. So there's only one ego, two thought system, and the ego is one of those, hidden in our unconscious mind. And the screen is not real. The same at Catholic Church is not real. <laughs> same as our body is not real. It has a border. It's well-defined. But our spirit is real. It's limitless. So all this, what we see is just a projection of our mind. And the projection, what we are projecting is guilt. So we start the day, for example, and we feel guilty. We even don't know why. Did That's you ever right. experience That's true. that? Becoming aware of it, it's amazing. And we feel that way. You know, for me, it was a big step realizing that, that we, we feel guilty and we even don't know why, what happened. That's important. Once you realize it is the ego at play, and then it is not the Catholic Church, but it is not the institution, it is not the other person. It's the ego. And the ego can be undone with the power of our mind to decide to choose a better way. The ego never wants you to reach a solution. Its motto is seek and do not fight. So we're going to blame, we're going to fight, we're going to judge, we're going to keep on creating more problem and try to find more solution or analyze the problems more and deeper and involve more people in it. Right, But right. in the process, you forget that you... Lost your peace of mind. And now at that point, it's too late. You're angry, depressed. You're at war with yourself or others. Yeah, this is the way the ego thought system works. I see how I get trapped in the ego mind way of thinking. And if I deal with the effect and not the cause, it's like throwing popcorn on the screen instead of realizing I can change things 
and I achieve nothing because the image on the screen isn't real to begin with. Yeah, it is crucial to realize that if we behave in our life mindless, then we cannot see the ego at play, that's for sure. And then we get lost in it. And then, of course, our peace of mind keeps on being disturbed every day. So tell me, Kate, how do you feel now compared to what you were feeling at the very beginning? <laughs> well, I feel a lot lighter. I feel more peaceful. And I'm taking myself not so seriously. So what was the key moment that made you feel different this way? Well, it's the image of the drama projected on the screen. When you talked about the third step to ask for guidance from a peaceful place, I could see that I am asking for guidance from inside myself, not what can I do to bring the Catholic Church down, which is what I was looking for at the beginning. So I'm looking for something totally different, and now I actually know where to find it. Hmm. Good. Well done, Kate. Maybe we'll come back to it another time if you want. Yeah. Thank you, Monique. And when my triggers come back, maybe in different forms, I will practice differently because I understand more. Yeah. So uh, let us meet next month for another episode. And as we mentioned before, we always value your stories and your feedback. So write to us. And the email is you can undo it too at gmail.com and Kate can spell it for you yes that's y-o-u-c-a-n-u-n-d-o-i-t-t-o-o at gmail.com thank you for listening and for letting us share we would love to hear from you now so please send us an email at you can undo it too at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-C-A-N-U-N-D-O-I-T-T-O-O at gmail.com. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and come back next month for another episode of You Can Undo It Too. Remember, life is just a dream. Wake up with us.